Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. What up, what up, fantasy football hustler back at you. And oh yeah, we got some more waivers. We're talking offensive waivers. If it's your first time here on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. If you're watching this somewhere other than YouTube, hop over to YouTube, type in fantasy football hustler, hit subscribe, hit the like, turn on all notifications. If you guys are into IDP, go check out all my IDP waiver wire videos that dropped yesterday. Let's get into this. Everyone I'm talking about is rostered and under 50% or less of leagues. Let's kick it. I like to start with the quarterbacks, and we got to start off with Big Ben Roethlisberger going up against Seattle Seahawks. They've been giving up the booty to QBs. He's rostered in 23% of Yahoo leagues, 75% of sleeper leagues, but, you know, a lot's dynasty. I'm going to stop mentioning the sleeper percentages. It's almost pointless for redraft leagues. In week five, 253 passing yards had those two big TDs. Mainly, this is a matchup play. Everyone's been able to do something against the Seahawks, so why wouldn't Big Ben? He's going to be banged up all year, but it doesn't matter. He's going to need to keep throwing it. And it's not like they're just pounding the rock with Najee. Najee gets a lot of catches. Big Ben gets credit for that. And he's got the bye in week seven, and then they got the Browns in week eight. So it may just be a one-hit wonder for people in one QB league, but if you got some QBs on bye this week, better snatch. All right, repeat offender on this list, Mac Jones. Who? Mac Jones. Going up against the Cowboys, you have definitely been able to throw on the Cowboys. They're number 30, pretty close to last in points given up to the QB at this point. He's 18% rostered in Yahoo, says 0% in sleeper. Now, week five wasn't the greatest game. Still had 231 yards, had a TD, had an interception, but he's coming back home. So you know rookies, they like to play at home a little bit more than they like to play on the road. And Mac Jones, he's been better at home than he's been on the road. Then you got the Cowboys this week, and then you got the Jets in Week 7, then you got the Chargers in Week 8. Jets, sweetheart of a matchup. And then, eh, Chargers, you know, maybe you sit them down or you get rid of them before that game. Next QB, Tua Tagovailoa. Going up against the Jaguars, so you got to love the matchup here. He's supposed to be getting back to practice. This is the week that he can come off the IR. But even if he doesn't come back this week, they got the Falcons next week. Got the Bills the week after, so, you know, not the best matchups there. But either way, these next two matchups are solid if he comes back and plays. Hasn't played since week two, and that was the week when he went out. And Jacoby Brissett, you can already see he's just, there's not too much upside with Brissett. He's, uh, I mean, both guys are game managers, but, I mean, Jacoby Brissett, game manager to the fullest. All right, let's get to those running backs. And first on the list, Daryl Williams for the Kansas City Chiefs. 
going up against Washington. Washington's been pretty decent against the run, so it's not really the best matchup, but it is because Clyde Edwards Elaire is going to be missing a handful of weeks. I don't know if you heard that, but yeah, so go pick up Daryl Williams, put in the waiver claim ASAP. He's 18% rostered in Yahoo, 22% in sleeper. So you got Washington in week six, then you got the Titans in week seven, you got the Giants in week eight, and then you got the Packers in week nine. Not a bad slate of games. If you got CEH, you better throw a grip of fab at him. Just know that because everyone's going to be trying to get him. Number two here, Devontae Booker for the New York Giants. If you guys didn't hear, Saquon, he's going to be out for a week, possibly two, with that ankle injury. Now, Booker's going up against the Rams this week. That's not the best. Rams are middle of the road. They're probably not as good as they have been in recent years, though. So really, this is a volume play and really to block the Barkley owner. You know, even if you don't play him, you know, put in a waiver claim just to block the Barkley owner. Come on, you guys know the game. In week five, pretty solid performance, though. 42 rush yards, had a TD on the ground as well. Then he had three receptions, 16 yards, and had a TD. So doubled up on those TDs. Giants are just going to be without a lot of people. So it's addition by subtraction. Someone's got to get the volume. It's going to be Booker getting a little bit of that volume. Week seven, they got the Panthers. And then week eight, they got the Chiefs. If Barkley doesn't come back in week seven, I'm super nervous about playing Booker anyways. So the pickup is more just to block the Barkley owner. Next on the list here, J.D. McKissick. Pretty much dropped by a bunch of people. Got under 50%, 45% rostered in Yahoo, 12% in Sleeper. For him, it's been like the every other game syndrome. Week one, not good. Week two, very good. Week three, not good at all. Week four, very, very, very good. And then week five, not too good at all. But if the trend continues, you know how I love those trends. Week six should be a big boom game. And they are going against the Chiefs. Gotta love the matchup. You know it's going to be a high scoring affair. Everyone's able to score on the Chiefs defense right now. People don't fear the Chiefs right now. So you got to go in there and you got to go crazy with your pass catching running backs. And that's what's going to happen. And then after week six, you got the Packers week seven, and then you got the Broncos in week eight, and then you got the bye in week nine. So these next two weeks should be pretty decent. So hopefully McKissick can put together, you know, decent games back to back. And even him having a decent game, it doesn't mean he's going to take away too much from Gibson. He's already getting, you know, a couple touches anyways. We just want him to be efficient with those touches. Last on the list here for the running backs, Khalil Herbert. Going to be smoking them bowls of Herbert. Going up against the Packers. Good matchup. Packers are bottom half, you know, when it comes to giving points up to the running back. Going to be smoking them bowls of Herbert. You already know. Only rostered 19% of Yahoo League, 0% of Sleeper. So it was crazy. It was actually a 50-50 split on touches between Herbert and between Damian Williams. Damian Williams had 20 Damian Williams had 18 touches, 16 of them were rushing. He had two receptions. And then Herbert, he had 18 rushes for 75 yards. So if this is going to be a 50-50 split, you got to get the other half of that 50, and that's going to be Herbert. Packers, good matchup this week. Bucks, not so much next week, especially for Herbert, who's going to be more, who I don't think is going to be getting too many receptions. That seems like that's the Damian Williams role. But then in week eight, you got the 49ers. And then week nine, you got the Steelers. But that's about the time that Dave Montgomery is going to be back. He says he's going to be missing about four to five weeks. So that should put the return somewhere between week nine, week 10. So Herbert's going to be a good pickup. He's going to be able to start for some people who have, you know, running back issues because injuries. All right, before we get into these wide receivers, I got to remind everybody, go get into the Hustler community. Go to FantasyFootballHustler.com and then click on the top link. It's for Patreon. Go get signed up. Go get in the community. 
Most of it is about the one-on-one access to me. Most people sign up because they want the DM access. So make sure you get on the elite or the all access tier. I'll make sure I roll out the red carpet for you. You get first priority on the live streams of getting your questions answered. And I do four live streams a week. So yeah, go get on it right now. Go to fantasyfootballhustler.com and then click on that top link, the big orange one for Patreon. Let's get back to the show. All right, let's hop into those wide receivers. And first on the list, we're just deep diving right off the bat. Amon Ra St. Brown for the Detroit Lions. Everybody's just kind of banged up over there. So it's addition by subtraction. Quintez Cephas, broken collarbone. TJ Hawkinson, he's been all banged up. Tyrell Williams, who knows if he's ever coming back. And Amon Ra, he's only rostered in 3% of Yahoo leagues. He's getting 14% of the target share right now. For a free agent, you know, if you can just swoop up, that's not that bad. This past week, eight targets, seven receptions, 65 yards. So nothing crazy, but still, for a free agent, should have a pretty nice floor. And if the Lions can actually score, maybe he's the one who they throw it to. So you got the Bengals in week six. You got the Rams in week seven. Eagles in week eight. You got the bye in week nine. Then you got the Steelers in week 10. I don't even know if he's considered the number one or if like the opposing defenses are treating him like the number one. I just know the Lions defense, you know, it's kind of like whatever, but he's going to be someone he is very available. So if you need to deep dive, you know, because you got buys, you got injuries, whatever it is, there you go. I got you. All right. Someone who's made the list before Rondell Moore going up against the Browns, not necessarily the best matchup, but he's also not the number one or two. He's the guy who's going to be getting loose over the middle. Big reason behind this, well, he was dropped under 50%, so he was rostered more than 50% for a while. But Max Williams, out for the season. I don't even know who they have as a backup tight end. But Williams, I mean, he was getting a handful of targets a game. So now that's targets that's going to go to Rondell Moore, you know, maybe Christian Kirk. But Rondell Moore, he is super efficient. He doesn't need that many touches. Like, the dude can take any one of these touches to the house. 40% 40% rostered in Yahoo, 0% in Sleeper. He's getting 15% of the target share, so you got to like that. Six targets, five receptions, 59 yards in week five. So nothing crazy, but someone who you're just putting in your flex, you know, you could do a lot worse. And then you got the Texans in week seven, Packers in week eight. Then you got the 49ers in week nine. So you got a nice slate of games here coming up. I mean, the Browns aren't the best, but you better get them now before the nice slate of games come and – more people are going to have bye weeks. There's more injuries going to happen. So I'd rather be a week early on Rondell more than a week late. Next on the list for the wide receivers, Kadarius Tony versus the Rams, the scrapper himself. Hopefully he doesn't get suspended. I don't think he will. I think he's just going to get a fine for throwing a fine for throwing that punch in the game, which I never really understand punching a person wearing a helmet on. And like, isn't the guy who's doing the punching, isn't he already getting enough? enough damage done to him by hurting his hand because Tony is hurt. I don't know if it's his hand, but something that we just got to monitor, but everybody's hurt and Kenny Galladay might not even play this week. Who knows if Slayton and Shepard are coming back. So, and you saw him last week. I hope he did 13 targets, 10 receptions, 189 yards. He was someone on last week on my starts and sits. He wasn't a start because I put out the video. I recorded it on Tuesday. So that's before, you know, a bunch of the news and all that kind of stuff on all my question and answer live streams, the Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, I'd been talking him up ever since Thursday, just because of all the news about how Shepard and Slayton weren't going to play. So you guys need to tap into those live streams. It's on Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Just turn on all the notifications for my channel. You'll get the notification when it comes on. 
So you got the Rams in week six, you got the Panthers in week seven, not the best matchup. Chiefs in week eight, got to like that. And then in week nine, you got the Raiders. Fire them up. And then in week 10, you got the bye. He's just too talented. They're not going to be able to keep him on the sideline for much longer. I don't care who's out there. Last wide receiver on the list here. We're deep diving a little bit for some of you guys. Rashad Bateman. Let me get him on your radar here. For the Ravens, you saw Lamar Jackson on Monday Night Football, that hunk and chuck at football thrown for over 400 yards. Bateman could be the number one there. You already know what I think about Marquise. They announced he wasn't going to make his debut on Monday Night Football, that he's waiting one more week so he can go up against the Chargers. It is going to be a tough matchup, but I doubt he's going to get the number one coverage. That should go to Marquise Brown. That's going to be tough coverage. And then they got the Bengals in week seven. They got a bye in week eight. And then you got the Vikings in week nine. Then you got the Seahawks in week 10. So... You know, these first couple weeks, he might not go that crazy, but oh man, week 10 versus the Seahawks, calling that breakout game for him right now. All right, rounded out with the tight ends, and we're starting off with Hunter Henry going up against the Cowboys. He was on the list last week. He has been balling over the last few weeks. He seems like the favorite target for Mac Jones. 46% rostered in Yahoo, 92% in sleeper. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to stop mentioning the sleeper numbers because they're so weird. And then uh, he's, get, he's getting a 14% target share. So that's a lot after being, uh, you know, really low in week one and two. In week five, eight targets, six receptions, 75 yards, had a big time touchdown. He was on the tight end studs for the week. And you got a nice matchup in week six going up against Cowboys. And then in week seven, you got the Jets. So an even nicer matchup. Then you got the Chargers and Panthers in week eight and nine. But doesn't matter. We need him to ball right now. <laughs> Number two for my tight ends, Ricky Seals-Jones. I know you remember him back in the day for Arizona. Randomly coming in for injuries. Same thing. Coming in for Logan Thomas being injured. Going up against the Chiefs this week. You got to love the matchup. Only 2% rostered in Yahoo. So we only have one game to go off of where he's the starter because Logan Thomas, you know, he just went on IR last week, but he got 20% of the targets, had eight targets in week five, five receptions, 41 yards. That's an above average week for a tight end. Most tight ends, I mean, they're lucky if they throw up 35 yards, unless you're someone like Dawson Knox, who's been on this list since week two, and he's finally over 50%. Dude's been balling. Week seven, they got the Packers. Great matchup. Week eight, you got the Broncos. Not the best. And then week nine, you got the bye. And then who knows what's happening with Logan Thomas. So Ricky Seals-Jones, you could do a lot worse. But you know we like Logan Thomas. Ricky Seals-Jones is athletic enough. And it's really all going to be about if Heineke keeps targeting him. And guess what? His first week as the starter, eight targets. So I like it. Fire him up. Now this one, it kind of pains me to say it. And I might throw up in my mouth a little bit as I'm talking. Evan Ingram. I know, I know, I know. Going up against the Rams, they're kind of middle of the road. They've just got so many injuries, and tight end is such a wasteland. Man, I'm sorry. I, I hate to do it, but I got to do it because we got to do what we got to do in this fantasy world. He's 31% rostered in Yahoo, 11% of the target share in week five. Four targets, four receptions, 55 yards. You could do a lot worse for a tight end right now. Like, trust me, I've scoured the waiver wire. Like, it is very thin out there. It's so thin that Evan Ingram is rostered in 31% of leagues. That's how thin it is out there. So week seven, you got the Panthers. Week eight, you got the Chiefs. Week nine, you got the Raiders. Rams are an okay matchup. Panthers, not really so much. But then Chiefs and the Raiders, though, I mean, great matchup. So maybe you play them this week. Maybe you get someone else for one week sit-in next week. And then you go for, then you play them against Chiefs and the Raiders. This is obviously for deep diving if you had an injury somewhere. Like, 
If you drafted Waller or Kelsey, you're all good in the hood, but everybody else, who the heck knows? And now we're really, really deep diving here, going with Zach Ertz versus the Bucks. This is a matchup play. Week five stats, just kind of throw those out the window. Kind of a fluky game there. He's been getting a decent amount of targets. In the last three games, he's had six targets, seven targets, eight targets. So it's been nice. Not really doing too much with those targets, though. But he is getting 15% of the target share. The Bucks, they are like damn near last in points given up to the tight end. So just something that we got to play these matchups. Got to play these matchups. And he might sneak in there for a touchdown. And if he gets a touchdown, you're almost guaranteed to be a tight end one. That's top 12 for those who don't know. Then in week seven, you got the Raiders. Week eight, you got the Lions. Week nine, you got the Chargers. The next three games for him, money in the bank. All right, made it to the end of the video. Appreciate you guys hanging out with me. Don't forget to go check out the IDP waiver wire videos. I got three of them. I broke down the positions. We got the linebacker video. We got the DB video, and we got the defensive lineman video. And I'm going to start doing a dynasty deep dive where it's players that are like rostered in 0% of sleeper. And I play in some of the deepest dynasty leagues out there. So I'm going to make sure that the guys that I'm choosing are going to be available in the couple of dynasty leagues that I have because we roster like over 50 players like in my leagues. They're insane. So I got you. All you dynasty peeps going to be bringing it for you. Got a lot of content dropping. We got all the starts and sits dropping as well. And then don't forget Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, we got the start and sit Q&A live streams. Get all your questions answered. I'm answering 100% of questions, even if it takes me two to three hours. So make sure you tap in. If it's your first time here, I'm going to say it again. Smash that subscribe button. And then everybody, go to fantasyfootballhustler.com. Every link will get you to somewhere. Go follow me on all social media. Go follow me on every podcast out there. Go get in the Patreon community. It's the top link. It's the orange one. I'll see you guys next video. Peace out. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. My shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, I'm on the grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my Okay, let's go smoke that joint. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 